He's here. Oh, yes. He's here somewhere. You are here, aren't you, Ninja? 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 Show yourself. I'm ready to talk. Ninja? 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 I want my black ninja and I want him now! The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Yes. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh? Hi, welcome to the Five Count. This is the Five Count. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. You're so welcome. Oh, wait, you're talking to the listeners? Well, Thank you. you might be both. I don't know. Might be. I There's, might be the only listener and the only guy doing this show with you. There might be someone else out there. Doing the show with you? Maybe some dead guys, some ghosts. Floyd Chouts is doing it from the grave. Is he a ghost? He's literally doing it from the grave. What does that mean? I have no I idea. I think that's against the law, Tom. I have no idea what that means. I'm just saying the guy has been acting as if he's dead to me. He hasn't written, in, written into this program. He just doesn't. He's incommunicado somehow. He doesn't leave us voicemails on the five count hotline anymore. I thought we were best friends. Hey, I'm still here. Thank you so much. That's no problem. I mean, well, it is it is a problem, but I try to work around it. It's a problem being here? Just, it's a, it's a wrench. It's a wrench thrown in. Yeah. To your life. I got to say, before we went on the air, uh-huh. I dropped a bombshell on Ton. Yeah. And I admitted to him that I was not a huge fan of Bon Jovi. Couldn't believe it. And I was really surprised by how... He was rocked by this news. I was very rocked. Very bothered. Very upset, surprised, and a little angry. I didn't realize that would be the reaction I would get, but now that it's out there, I feel like there's an awkwardness here in the studio that I hope we can get past. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm working on it on my end. I don't know if you are. You tried to tell me that you'd rather listen to Poison. If I had a choice. You know, which I was like, what does that even mean? 
How how can I sit with a man who'd prefer to listen to Poison than John Bond? It's just very interesting. Just being honest. And then I tried to ask him if he didn't, why, like, how did he not get sucked in from the Young Guns explosion with Wanted? And uh, the guy says to me he hasn't seen Young Guns. It's he, like he it's, did say that. It's like my my coworker where I where he says he hasn't seen Star Wars, and I'm like, I feel like you'd have to intentionally not see Star Wars or Young Guns. Are you? It was huge. Are you comparing the popularity of Star Wars to Lou Diamond Phillips and I Young mean, Guns? Just barely a little bit. Lou Diamond Phillips was awesome in Young Guns, dude. Chavez, yes, dude, yes. Okay, well. Maybe I've been looking at this all wrong. Young Guns, one and two. Both are good. Ton is just a little surly because we're recording this show on the same night that his all-time favorite band, Papa Roach, is in Mankato. Man. And he's not there popping a roach. Yeah, somebody was asking me about that earlier today, too. Sorry, you've got a job to do. Yeah. Can't be popping a roach tonight. Popping a roach, Papa Roach. We got something uh, just as good. In fact, it might be even way better. If I'm honest, I can't even think of a song by Papa Roach. Well. I can't. What if it was your last resort? I've no, I, don't, I don't know what that means. Is that a song? What do you mean? Ton, I feel like you're this guy who I know who works with a guy who hasn't seen Star Wars. I feel like you yeah. intentionally would have to avoid loving Papa Roach. Yeah. How does that even happen? I don't know. It happens the same way that you intentionally deny young guns and extremely choose to hate Bon John, Bon John, John Bon. I don't extremely hate to choose it. I just... You try to, thing, man. yeah. You try to tell me you're indifferent, but when you say I'd rather poison, it On definitely bop. Oh, it wow. blew me away. Tom. Yeah, it did blow you all away. night and day. Yes, I mean that's pretty good actually. Listen, it's, it's you, fine. Todd, do you want to know what the cat dragged in? Yeah, We've got an exclusive interview tonight with Billy Floyd. Shouts? Uh no. Oh, with a different guy. All right. From your seventh favorite all-time group. No way. Uh, we have Jim Sonfeld, the drummer for Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm Tana's speechless. speechless right now. <laughs> I'm speechless. I bet you didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming at all. This is Jerry Severe Sunscreen's show of a lifetime. He has the only person I can think of that might love Hootie and the Blowfish is that guy you're well, welcome jerry yeah you can hold ton's hand tonight hootie and the blowfish man their album i was looking this up yeah remember that album that was big in the mid 90s yeah cracked rear view yeah it's like on the top 10 best-selling albums of all time of all time it's like you go Seriously? on the list and it's like thriller Austin, Fleetwood Mac, Hootie and the Blowfish. What? I know. I had no idea. It sold like 20-some million copies. Wow. But the drummer, Jim Sonfeld, is on the program tonight. That's crazy. He has a new album. It's called Remember Tomorrow. 
Wow. So that's coming up. Our interview with Sony, Jim Sonefeld. Wow. That's awesome. All well, right. Should be good. Kids will love it. Everybody uh, back in the day when we were in high school had hootie fever. It was a hootie mania. Yeah, it was an interesting time. I don't I don't I don't even know what to say to it really cuz it was like I mean we've talked about this before where it, it for me it felt like I was on a different planet and and stuff was happening and I was just going like how is this even happening like what's happening right now <laughs> Ton was very confused as yeah, a lad I was confused Huh and by was I mean is still is It's okay Just it's stay fine. tuned We'll be here for like two hours. Yeah. Stick with us. We've got a bunch of uh, messages from your adoring fans. I love that idea. They called the five count hotline. Yeah, man. That's a hotline. The five count hotline. 507-519-2030. People called it and they left voicemails and text messages and threats of various degrees. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. That's fine. Send whatever you want over there. Send pics. What else do we have going on, Ton? Anything? So much sweet stuff. I mean, I can't even believe it. I got a letter right here from some area in New Ulm, I think. Well, it's all scratched off up there in the return address section. Scratched right off. Oh, mystery mail. Wow. But there's a smiley face, so it's got to be good. Feels kind of thick. The letter? Yes. Okay. A thick piece of mail here. Gotcha. Um, yeah. What do we got here? What's on the stamp? What is that? Hey, I got a message from T. Tony Tony Tone. No way. By the way, um, he's probably our biggest fan. Is he now? I think so. I think he surpassed everyone. Nice. Quick question. Is it pronounced LeSueur? Or Lee Sewer. I thought Lee Sewer was someone who lived in Le Sewer. T. Tony Tone. <laughs> what do you think about that? A guy named Lee? Wait a minute. A guy that is named Lee and lives in the sewer or in Le Sewer? Right. Wow. So here's the thing, Tony. The layers, Tone. I lived there in Lesueur. Yeah. It's pronounced Lesueur. Yeah. But the people who live in Lesueur call it Lee Sewer, even though they know that that's not the right pronunciation. Wait, you know guys from, you know people that live in Lesueur and they call it Lee Sewer? Yes. Why on earth would they call it Lee Sewer? Almost everyone called it Lee Sewer. Lee Sewer. I don't know if it's because of all the various fumes that get kicked up in that city that make people just lazy and their diction is bad. That's really weird. Does anybody call it Lay Sewer? Uh, Lay Sewer? Frenchman. Okay. But do you go to Le Center or Lee Center? That's interesting. See? Yeah. Le Center. LaCroix. Right? I don't know if it really means anything in the grand scheme of things. But, but people say Lee Center, I think. But that's not right. No, it's Le Center. 
So the moral of this tale is uh, a lot of dullards in Lesueur. I think okay. it's because they eat uh, the fish that come out of that river. Yeah. A lot of uh, 15-legged frogs coming out of there. <laughs> and they're eating them up. Oh, bonus legs. Ah, oh, Marsha, get the bucket. I got a bonus leg frog here. Marsha. Is there Marshas that live there? Uh, Lee, Lee, I'm I'm over here, Lee. Haven't met one, but... Lee and Marsha. I don't know anyone who eats frog legs. Frog hunting. Did I tell you my frog leg story? Um, You can tell it to us after we hear some music. All right. If you can save it. Oh, I'll do it. We've got uh, probably all of your favorite songs coming up in this next musical break. Every single one of them. Here's the thing, gentle listeners. Uh, nobody plays more hits than the five count. Proven fact. Proven. Just ask Tom. Scientific. He was voted funniest local radio host in 2007. So much authority.
Every day Now I'm, I'm quacking On my way Here on the farm I know I'm free I can live with the farmer And his family Eating a little duck egg Every day Then we'll all be quacking On our way As we start to waddle We'll say quacky quack And quack and all the live long day Soon our feet begin to spread and web There's a funny feeling in my head Maybe we all should go and get in bed But I know I'll be swimming till the end of day I want to kiss the farmer's daughter I love her, I order While all of the ducks go to water I'm sorry to say that she can't swim So I will be doing what the ducks will do Trying to kiss the farmer's daughter too Here on the farm I know that I will stay I'll be quacking and waddling in the live long day a little duck egg every day then we will be quacking on our way as we start to waddle we will play quacky quack and quack and all the live long day soon our feet begin to spread and web there's a funny feeling in my head maybe we should all go and get in bed but i know i'll be swimming till the end of day I want to kiss the farmer's daughter I love her, I order While all of the ducks go into water I'm sorry to say that she can't swim So I'll be doing what the ducks will do Trying to kiss the farmer's daughter too Here on the farm I know that I will stay I'll be quacking and waddling in the live long day
ran again, midriff season. You've nothing left to lose. It's sunglasses on, shed your reason. Stop rushing at the My choice, it was meant to be. We were connected even when apart. We got together now, the real party starts. Friends united, I suddenly. Yeah. When you're twins, the magic just never ends. If one me is good, then two is better. Well, Can't complain, cause I'm ahead of the game. We split the pain, double the pleasure. I started to feel life gave us a deal. No, we're not just your average family. Got benefits most people never see. And if I had a chance to live again, I wouldn't want it less I was your twin.
joining us on the five count it's pretty good Tony. we're like twins i love that song we're like twins <laughs> that that song was serious business that was awesome that was the acapella version of the 12 inch version of twins wow from the uh, soundtrack to the film of the same name you know if you were really thinking about it you'd have to really appreciate that we exist because i don't think you would even ever hear that if not for on this program you're saying no one would think to play the b-side of the european 12 inch version of twins i'm saying very few people own that (laughs) and it's certainly never going to be played on spotify that's what i said earlier it's on nobody plays more hits it's ridiculous hey welcome back to the show Ton, we got some major voicemails. We got to play some of these before the night is over. Okay. Get up, get up, get busy. And get up and also move your body. Yeah, I will. Hello, Nikki SpaghettiOs here. Um, yes, I'm actually, I was just listening to your show early, and I'm quite excited that you had an amazing hair day on your birthday because you remember in my birthday wish, I said, I hope you have an extra special amazing hair day or something. I, and it came true. Maybe I put a curse on you. I don't know. <laughs> and yes, actually, uh, you did, Ton. You did see me and Jason on on our walk. Yep. We were just walking along and just talking, you know. And I look up and zooms by. I all of a sudden, you know, you zoom by. And I'm like, what? I told Jason, I'm like, I, I think that was Ton. <laughs> he goes, really? <laughs> I said, yeah. Well, I had to have been. So this is the same road and. He's like, well, does he know what you look like? I'm like, well, yeah, he knows what I look like, but I I don't normally look like this <laughs> in my pictures. <laughs> so I'm kind of surprised you recognize me, but maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so great. Now I have to dress up for my walks in case I see you. <laughs> Just kidding. I probably won't. Oh, anyway, man. you've been warned if I see you on my walk. All right. Bye. <laughs> that's awesome first i want to say thank you so much for the uh curse of having beautiful illustrious hair days i'll take that any time illustrious yes wow i love having good hair days now it's great in fact the only bummer about my one wheel is that i wear that helmet which means i don't get to just let the hair flow in the wind you know what i'm saying oh i miss that so much motorcycle and one wheel you I just, would say you should just forego the helmet for that very reason, yeah. but the fact that you uh, wipe out and almost kill yourself every time you leave the house, yeah, maybe it's not such a good idea after Only all. Only on one wheel, though. I don't really wipe out on a motorcycle. 
and I'm way more risky on motorcycle. Uh, I'm sorry um, if you live around on that street. I think someone else saw me at one point, and I was doing like 50 on that street, and I shouldn't be. The one wheel's a lot better deal. Anyway, um, that's awesome. So this might sound weird. First of all, I want to preface with saying I spend almost zero, like literally almost zero, as close to zero as you can get on Facebook. Like very rarely do I open Facebook and actually look through anything. But I remember a time a while back when uh, we were talking about you, Nikki, and, and listening to this program and then something like, I don't know, friend requests or whatever happened uh, through Facebook. And I saw your pictures and then I saw, I guess, Jason's, your husband's pictures. And I, to be truthful, I think I like it was Jason that helped me realize that it was you walking also. Because I think it was like I remembered a picture of him and the hat and the, and the hair and then... He looks like Blackie Lawless. I think That's probably. Why. I think probably. Well, this is a great look too. I think probably the only um, reason why I even second guessed for Nikki is because I think she had a hat on, so it was harder to see her face. But um, yeah. Anyways, next time if I see you guys and I think it's you, I'll just spin around, crash right? into you. I'll spin right around and be like, "What's up? What's up, guys? That's awesome." That's a wonderful thing. Don't be afraid. It's just I'm a normal dude. You know, I work right up there and in town and I'm like, you know, fairly respected at my workplace. So I don't think. Barely respected. Yeah. And my workplace is a pretty like, you know, tight security type thing and, and just let anybody off the street work there. Anyway, that's awesome. Thank you so much, and next time I'll say hi. Or don't be afraid to say hi or shout. You most certainly would not be the first people uh, I have encountered to randomly shout ton when I'm on the street or in a store or a bar or whatever. Like, I've experienced that many times. So it wouldn't be weird if you were like, ton. Are you worried more people will be apt to uh, grab for a lock of your hair now that it's longer? That's a little scary, I guess. I mean, I know you've got a lot of ripped shirts and stuff. Yeah weird it comes with the territory my son does it now when i'm holding my 10 month old he grabs right onto that hair Ah! get a little bit scared he's gonna rip out a chunk but hasn't happened yet you know what's about to happen son our exclusive interview we have tonight with Jim Sonfeld. He's the drummer for Hootie and the Blowfish. Already? For crying out loud. So soon we're going to do that? I'm just letting the listeners know that it's coming tuned, up because it's coming up. It's coming up quick. We got letters. I've got a frog leg story. Okay. Did you miss out on that? Did you forget about it? Um, yes. I'm going to say yes to the former and no to the latter. All right. Listen, when I was a child, okay, I lived in a duplex. Okay. And there was a period of time when the downstairs... So there's there's like people that lived upstairs in this house. We lived on the main floor. And then there was a downstairs basement apartment. And this basement apartment was basically like one room. It was all rock walls. The one room had to be maybe six feet by six feet. Super tiny. And uh, like maybe if even. 
Where did they go to the bathroom? Um, so you went through, you went past that one little front room, and there's a tiny hallway that you had to duck because there's duct work there and everything. I mean, this is not like a finished basement, what people think now is a finished basement. Not at all. It was like rock wall, super tiny, not even in the entire foundation basement, but like painted the rock and then somebody was renting this out. This could happen in the 80s and people would pay for this stuff. So you went through this little tiny hall and there's ductwork above your head. And then the kitchen was basically like a hallway. And then off of like, I mean, the kitchen was even smaller than six by six. It was like a hallway. And then there was two rooms off of that. And one was like a bathroom and one was this bedroom in the back part. It's really weird. In the bedroom, I'm not even sure if there's electricity in there. It was just like a window, like one of those really short foundation windows up high that just kind of like let some light in. <laughs> it was really weird. Anyway. Where do the frogs come in? Since we, since my mother and I lived there for, I guess, like 18 years or so we were there for we were like the longest tenants that ever stayed at that property and went through probably three different landlords they should put up a plaque and uh at one point they would ask us to like take care of or check out like clean an apartment if it was in between tenants or whatever and we had to do that to that downstairs apartment and we went down there and my mom was cleaning it up and open up the fridge to clean it up and she's just cleaning whatever and i looked in the butter you know there's like the butter i always keep butter in there like the butter storage area with the little door and i opened it up and it was a ziploc bag and it was packed with frog's legs and i was like ma what is this i was probably like nine years old just completely like what is happening and my mom freaked out also. And we did not try to eat them. But it was super weird to find frog's legs. And I had no idea. I was a nine-year-old in Mankato in the 80s that you know, has never encountered such a thing. It ton, was crazy. Ton, what I think is strange in that story what is that you keep butter in your frog legs compartment in your fridge. Just... You don't need frog legs. Don't even mess with me right now. Don't even. This is ridiculous. You're a butter machine, okay? I know. You've got butter everywhere. What does that mean? Butter-eating machine. You're I'm like a my, butter machine. Actually, my daughter Just look is. at you. I can tell you eat a lot of butter. No, my daughter is. She'll try to eat butter just raw. Like, if I open the butter dish, she's trying. She's digging her fingers in and wants you to just eat butter. I'm like, Sophia, you can't do this. And she's like, yeah, you can, see? And I'm like, no, this is unhealthy. No, it's not, Dad. It's fine. Gross. Like, dude, you're going to have a heart attack by the time you're six. What would I say? How would you feel if I were to tell you that this fat man right here doesn't even eat butter? I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Well, take that. Zero butter? Not even a single bit of butter? I just don't eat butter that Butter on butter. toast? I do don't you, eat toast. Do you put butter on a sandwich? Nope. Who does that? Dude, so many people do that. I cannot handle that. I think that is disgusting, but so many people never put mayonnaise or Miracle Whip, and they put butter. So you looking at me, you assumed I was one of those guys because it's so yeah. gross. Yeah. 
100%. I don't use butter or Miracle Wimp. You don't butter buns? I butter buns everywhere I go. Butter them buns, Dustin. I read that on a bathroom stall somewhere, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. I've been accused many a times. All right. I've got a letter here. Are you ready? Yeah, we got to get moving here. I've got a letter. It was addressed to you, but it says for me. Okay. For ton. Ton, here's more ice cream coupons for you or whoever. They expire end of August. Giant period. Woohoo! Ice cream coupons. Other coupons also enclosed. Bea, yeah, Baya is a carbonated flavored drink with some vitamins with small dose of caffeine. I had no idea. Thank you so much. Is that like that? What was the name of that uh, juice that had the yogurt balls floating in it? I don't know. Orbits or something? You no, remember. This is Baya, not Orbits. Oh, dude, Lint chocolate coupon. Twinnings cold infuse flavored cold water enhancer. Huh? Where there's originals. Oh, it's a Starbucks, Baya Energy. Okay. Haven't heard of it. Always with these Halo Tops, dude. Wow. Halo Tops. Twist cones. Blue Bunny. Blue Bunny. Wow. Thank you so much. It's like a special birthday present of coupons. Glad you took a peek at this TV.com. It's channel 5.6 or 56. I'm not sure. Up at my dad's where I watch some older fun movies like Pee-wee, Hercules in New York, maybe even Nights with Chris Christopherson, etc. When Chris has no legs, the lady fighter puts him on her back like a backpack. The movie went straight to video, wasn't in the theaters. Wow. I did see some of the new Brad Pitt movie, Bullet Train. Dustin might see my reminder and read text about Godzilla movie and that you can buy shoes at Paisley Park. Size 8 blue color print style shoes, he says. Wow. Have a good day, Dustin and Justin, reporting for the five count live from New Ulm and sometimes Andover. John, August 11th, 2022, 9.50 p.m. There is no PSs on this letter. Wow. Well, thank you so much, John. I appreciate it. That is wonderful. all these fun coupons. There's something else in here. There's something else. There's like a senior perspective. Page 19. From the creative mind of John, who works at a movie theater in New Ulm, comes Mr. Popcorn. John made the paper, dude. Oh, wow. He put a fun smiley face on a giant bag of popcorn and made it in the paper. Above the fold, even. Holy cow. That's awesome. Congratulations. I can't believe he crossed out his his last name like we would do something mischievous. I wouldn't say your name on air, John. Wow. That's awesome. Gosh, we really... I know we've been saying this literally for years, we really need to go to that theater and visit John. Let's go right now. I wish my daughter was a little older. Take her to a movie. Hey, See John. We can't go now, son. We've got other stuff. We got an interview to get, get going on here. Jim Sonfeld from Hootie and the Blowfish. Awesome. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. 
We're on the phone today with musician Jim Sonefeld, former drummer and founder for the band Hootie and the Blowfish, and he's also got a new solo EP out. It's called Remember Tomorrow. Hey, Jim, how you doing today? What's happening, Dustin? Having a good day, man. How about y'all? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining me. Tell me where you are again. I'm in Mankato in Minnesota. Uh, love it. You could probably tell by the accent. A little bit. It's the vibes. <laughs> I, can, I can hear the big mosquitoes and the cool breeze in the background. Yeah, there you go. Well, Jim, I know you've got a new EP out, Remember Tomorrow. Can you tell the listeners a bit about the new album? Well, I'm just trying to continue telling hopeful, positive stories about you know the journey that I've gotten to take in life with Hootie the Blowfish, through Hootie the Blowfish, through some difficult transformation in my early 40s, uh, realizing my addiction problems and and wanting to, you know, keep the love of my child, my young children at the time and being blessed with the continuation of of, of the band and a, a great reunion tour in 2019. And I like to sing and write about all of that. I think sometimes it's you know, more specifically spiritual. Other times it's just about celebrating life. Excellent. I know the uh, the new single, Bow to Him, of course, uh, that's got a bit of a, a gospel feel to it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Has that always been an influence in your work or has it been kind of the journey you've been on that brought you to that? Well, I took a spiritual turn in 2005 that uh, after a few years that changed the way I write songs and I wanted to be a little more hopeful wanted to sing about that experience. And by 2010, I was writing much more spiritual songs. And yeah, Bow to Him is sort of that acknowledgement that, you know, I I don't think I have all the answers myself. (laughs) I would love to on my best day think that I do, but I do need uh, some sort of higher power, some higher guidance to get me through my days. And I acknowledge my imperfections in that. It's kind of a beautiful place to land to say, I finally understand a little bit about who I am, how I'm wired, and what my perhaps special qualifications can be going forward. Awesome. Yeah, and I know um, you've been uh, doing some solo stuff for a long time. Who's with you uh, on the new album? Are you playing everything, or or do you have a band with you? No, I've worked with a good buddy of mine, a fellow South Carolinian, Matt Houston. He's out of Nashville now. He helps me organize, gather some great musicians, and uh, he plays a lot himself, too. And we're back at the Brown Owl studio there in, in Nashville. And just now we, we, we are working together. We've been working for a while. And uh, no, no specific band, but there's no shortage of incredible players in Nashville, Tennessee right now. <laughs> and Jim, I also know you uh, just had a book out recently as well, Swimming with the Blowfish. It's been uh, quite a busy summer for you. Yes, we didn't uh, see the sort of synergy uh, gathering speed with the book uh, and the EP, but it does make for a wonderfully busy summer and and fall. We're booking uh, some events as far away as Illinois and uh, Iowa, and uh, for that, I'm grateful to be able to share the message and, and bring some music to places I never thought I'd go as a solo artist. Awesome. Well, again, uh, the new EP is out, Remember Tomorrow, and um, you mentioned uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, of course. You guys recently reunited, and I know you had a new album a few years back. Uh, What was that like for you, uh, getting the band back together after all those years? It was a lot of work. Uh, You know, we stayed in touch. Our lives intersect in a lot of different ways, and following Darius's country career was one of those. Uh, 
a wonderful thing to celebrate. But you know, it took a lot to figure out who we wanted to be in 2019. We were older. We hadn't put out an original album in over a decade. We had Darius's uh, brand of country music uh, also there that we wanted to acknowledge and not get in the way of. So it was, it kind of was a lot of work, but I tell you, by the time we got to the first show and uh, of the tour and saw, you know, 16, 17,000 sold out fans in an amphitheater, you know, all the work became quickly worth it. Yeah. You guys definitely have a very devoted fan base. And I wanted to ask you if you can kind of describe what that time was like when uh, Cracked Rear View came out. I know you had been around for a few years uh, before the album, but it was kind of like a hootie fever seemingly overnight for a lot of people. Right. We had uh, paid our dues, you know, playing around clubs and theaters for four or five years. and But it did quickly go upward once fans got a hold of Hold My Hand and they saw us on the late night David Letterman show that sent things, short, you know, really soaring it was an adjustment, uh, not the not the easiest one. Moving to big stages, it, it changes a lot of things. Uh, but my gosh, it, it was a dream, a dream come true. You, you, every band imagines themselves in a big place with fans singing their big choruses. Uh, and we never did it for that. We did it because we love making music and our, and our friendships. But to find ourselves there and sustaining a career was a, a pinch me moment. <laughs> well, that was an interesting time in music as well. You know, right around the 94 grunge music was still huge. A lot of hip hop groups all over the radio and, you know, out of nowhere, you guys sort of elbowed your way through all that and you wind up selling like 20 million albums. It's a, a definitely a crazy story. There's something about it that still doesn't make any sense today. And the only idea is that we've been able to put to that, that seemed to work are that we were enough against the grain and in our authenticity that maybe that's uh, what people wanted. They wanted something a little different that uh, wasn't what they were hearing uh, on the radio at that time. And since it was authentic to us, I think it worked. I think that made it through the airwaves to the people's ears. Definitely. Well, I know you are very busy and the other guys in the band have a lot of stuff going on as well, but uh, what's the status of Hootie and the Blowfish? Is that something that will continue on down the road? Yeah, we always felt it was something that was so valuable. We didn't ever want to break up. There was no need even when we took a dormancy, but we're going to have the second year of our Hootie Fest, uh, a big splash, which (laughs) is a a music festival down in Cancun in late January. Uh, We gather a bunch of 90s bands on the beach and for four nights you stay at a nice resort and and uh listen to music on the beach it's a great throwback we really enjoyed it last year and we're doing it again in january so the hootie social medias will uh be promoting that throughout the rest of the year it's a that's our that's our next uh sort of journey until our uh fundraising golf tournament here in south carolina in in uh, april of 2023 Awesome. Well, I got to ask you, of course, uh, with the uh, the new EP, will you be playing some solo shows uh, around the country here, maybe for the rest of the year? Yeah, I'm going out and promoting the book and the new EP, and that'll bring me so, to some bookstores. It'll bring me so, to some classrooms, uh, some recovery churches. And yeah, I think uh, yeah, keep an eye on my social media for my next visit. I will be in the Southeast mostly. Uh, this fall, but I'm getting to go up to Iowa and 
and uh, Illinois also. And so, yeah, watch my social media. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot going on. Uh, I, I'm sure there's probably uh, time for some more stuff. You seem like a guy that likes to keep busy. So is there anything else maybe in the works we should be looking out for? Or? Well, I'm always thinking about hootie anniversaries, frankly. And, and you know, to... We went out in 2019 to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Cracked Rearview's release. So perhaps there's some synergy that will allow us to uh, reinvent that in 2024, the 30th anniversary of that album coming out. I can't believe that many years have passed, but that would be a fun celebration. (laughs) Definitely. Jim, it's been an honor speaking with you. I'm excited for all the stuff that's happening in your world. And, uh, of course, uh, you mentioned maybe the 30th anniversary for uh, Cracked Rearview coming up down the road as well, but... It's been great speaking with you. Thank you so much. Yeah, man. Good to talk to you. And again, that was Jim Sonfeld from Hootie and the Blowfish, and his new EP, Remember Tomorrow, is out now. And also his new book, Swimming with the Blowfish, Hootie, Healing, and One Hell of a Ride, is available as well. I will bow to him. Heavy heart 
wanna tell you about this girl I love. Oh my, she looks so fine. She's the only one that I've been dreaming of. Maybe someday she'll be all mine. I wanna tell her that I love her so and thrill her with my every touch. I need to tell her she's the only one I really love. I got a woman wanna ball all day. I got a woman and she won't be true. Sunday morning when we go down to church, see the men folks are standing in line. They say they come and pray to the Lord, but when my little girl just looks so fine. And in the evening when the sun is sinking low, everybody's with the one they love. I walk the town, keep a searching all around, looking for my street corner girl. I got a woman wanna ball all day. Instead of drinking and remember the time My little lover does a midnight shit Fool around all the time I guess there's just one thing left for me to do When I pack my bags and move on my way Cause I got a worry mind Sharing what I thought was mine But I'll leave it when the guitar plays I got a woman with a ball This is Sam Moore, formerly of Sam and Dave. You're listening to The Five Count.
Thank you so much. I want you to hold my hand. Oh, man, that's a nice thing. And I will love you. Isn't love it? you the best that I can. Oh, that's so nice. That Thank was you. Jim Sonfeld from Hootie and the Blowfish. Pretty good. Yeah, his new album, Remember Tomorrow, is available now. Hootie and the Blowfish. Huge, huge mega dudes. Huge mega dudes. Sold millions of albums. That still blows my mind. They're in the top 10 of all time. Remember when that album came out? 
And every time you left the house, you heard them someplace. It was just like everywhere. Yeah. So I had a a Sony Dream Machine. Still have it, actually. Don't use it. But uh, that was my alarm clock. And I played the radio for to wake up to and it's really interesting when i think back i i can remember like there was a huge period of time when i woke up like every morning to the new kids and then there was this period of time where it was like arrested development and then there was a period of time with hootie and the blowfish and it was like what the heck let her cry yeah it was that's weird. a ton woke up to that's why he was always in a mood. It was like Hootie and the Blowfish and Soul Asylum for a while. But nothing impacted me like the new kids. I understand. I mean, that was the business. Wake up to Vanilla Ice and the new kids? Dude. Seriously. Ton, we got a message. This one just came in about an hour ago. On the five count hotline. Should we listen to it? Yeah, man. No idea what's going to be on here. It might just be full of obscenities. Sketchy. Hey, guys. What a great <laughs> what a great voicemail you have. Uh, this is Sue from Lakeville, and um, I promised I would call and um, give you a somewhat entertaining uh, voicemail. So, uh, first of all, I wanted to wish Tom a happy belated birthday. Uh, we've been enjoying the show quite a bit lately uh you guys just you're you're the highlight of our weekend which maybe doesn't say much for our (laughs) for our social life or whatever (laughs) uh you guys play the best music for sure and uh yeah so anyway um i wrote a little poem for for ton for his birthday (laughs) um this has kind of been rallying around in my head and i have to make uh apologies to J.R.R. Tolkien, because I kind of ripped it off from him. Well, (laughs) sort of. (laughs) So here we go, Uh, as I can see it now. Eighteen wheels for the trucks and their heavy loads. Two for the motorcycles, fast and fleet. Four for the cars that drive upon the roads. One for the ton upon his tonly seat. In the land of Mankato where the shadows lie. One wheel to rule them all. One wheel to find them. One wheel to bring them all and in the traffic bind them in the land of Mankato where the shadows lie. So <laughs> wow. that wasn't too dark for you. <laughs> uh, anyways, so all right. We just, uh, yeah, we appreciate your show. And uh, and I uh, just have to say that both of you guys, I mean, you know, ton may look like Fabio, but Dusty. You're so dreamy, too, so don't kid yourself. <laughs> All right, guys, see ya. Bye. Wow, Sue oh. from Lakeville. Oh, Sue, that's awesome. <laughs> that was great, dude. Wrote you a little poem. Yeah, that poem was awesome. Thank you so much. I love it. And I'm so happy that we're part of your weekend routine now. That is that is fantastic. Now, definitely not too dark, Sue. Definitely not too dark. I loved it. And in fact, if you haven't if you haven't checked this out yet, please take a few minutes, go to YouTube and look up The Five Count and The Caverns of Techno, and I think you might enjoy it. It's a thing we have out on our YouTube channel. 
Just search The Five Count and the Caverns of Techno. It's like a radio drama thing where Dusty and I are acting in it. I think just based on you, on this poem and, and what you're talking about, you might love it. You might absolutely love it. I got to say, Tana, I got a second message from Sue from Lakeville. Yeah. And a few other people about the website. Because you had mentioned last week, website, Schweb, Schmite. Yeah. Maybe we should get rid of it. Uh-huh. A lot of people said, hey, let's not be too hasty here. Let's not be too hasty. I love this website. Oh, man. Please, please don't go, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So I guess we'll keep it around. I think we're going to keep it around. A lot of people are nervous because um, basically their entire weekends hinge on yeah. you and what you'll say next. I didn't realize. What you'll play next. Yeah, I didn't realize that was still happening, but I'm so glad that it is. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ton, for all the good you do for the community. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. And the I, universe, too. I had no idea the community was reaching up to Lakeville. Wow. I don't even know where Lakeville is, but sounds wet. <laughs> Lakeville. Sue, did they did they did do they have the Wheels of Italy thing up there? No, is that Lake Calhoun? Man, is it in Lakeville? The hell are you talking Talk about? Talk to me, Sue. Please let me know. Wheels of Italy, it's a car show. I've gone a few times, but I can't remember. It's, it was years ago. You go there, and it's it's nothing but Italian cars. So there's plenty of Lamborghinis and Ferraris and Maseratis and stuff. It's awesome. Love it. Hey, according to Wikipedia, Lakeville is a city in Minnesota. Yeah, it does. There. Yes. I cracked the case. You cracked the case. <laughs> Congratulations. Yes. You didn't even know that it was in Minnesota? I'd, you'd be surprised at what I do know. Okay. Which is not a lot of things. Not a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, you know, at least you're uh, good looking, according to Sue. Thank you. So you're good. I know that she's ever seen me before. But uh-huh. I do know one thing, Tom. I do know what we were up to uh, in the past. No way. Like 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Well, Tom, this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Beautiful. August 18th, 2012. It's all right here in my diary. What a time. Yeah, Tom, you're going to love this. It was me and you on another two-hour program. Remember when we used to do the shows that other people just didn't show up for? Which seemed to be all the time. Yeah, We'd get to the station and we'd find out that it had been dead air for 40 minutes. That happened like a lot. A lot, a lot. And then we'd do the show and then we'd find out that there was about to be dead air for another eight hours if we didn't fix something. Yeah. There was a ton of times when we'd get there and literally it was just completely dead air and we'd be scrambling to fix it and somehow Gully would still call up and yell at us. When our show wasn't even supposed to be on yet. It was like, you should be thanking us that we came up early and figured it out and fixed it. And then we'd have to call him later and we'd get yelled at again because he didn't program the stuff to go on after us. Yeah, you just really rubbed people the wrong way. It was ridiculous. Do you know like on TV back in the day when there'd be like a really successful show and then there'd be like a brand new show 
Yeah. And they would try to put it on after, like, Urkel. Yeah. Or Growing Pains or something, thinking like, well, these people are going to stay tuned to see this other show. Sure. Now, imagine if you equate that to radio, and the show before us is 40 minutes of dead air. Yeah. How much random uh, traffic do you think we'll attract from that lead-in? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know, dude. It was it was quite a time back not, then. Not that tons of still bitter about that, but... No, I mean, I've let go of about 60% of it. <laughs> well, let me tell you what we did, Tom. As I mentioned, a two-hour show. Uh, during the first hour, we reminded Southern Minnesota why the band Nazareth is best listened to whilst wearing a banana hammock. <laughs> I can't explain why that is. Something to do with the acoustics, I think. <laughs> Oh, dude! I I swear I remember that. I remember. <laughs> I remember that. There was experimentation going on. I think. Yeah. We also gave away a bunch of Bed Midler albums. Do you remember that? Sort of. Some random person said, "Hey, I got a whole bunch of records. Do you want them?" Yeah. And then we said, "Okay." Okay. And then we met them in a parking lot somewhere. Yeah. And it was a big giant box of Bed Midler yeah. albums. It was like what? I didn't even realize a person would have this many. It was like 15 Bed Midler albums. It was crazy. Then we gave them away. Yeah. It was good. It says here, we also extended our condolences to Rascal DNA, who were recently stricken ill by tainted cantaloupe. <laughs> That's why they didn't show up <laughs> for their first hour. <laughs> I think I remember that. Tainted cantaloupe. Wow. That's a bummer. That Good is. thing we were there to yeah. pick up the slack. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was something. Ton, there's more. A whole second hour. Uh, during that second hour, we discussed making a sequel to the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Did that ever get off the ground? Uh, you know, 50%. Uh, we explained why Alf sucks. Yeah. I remember that, too. I remember this. It seems like uh go without saying, but we said it, I guess. I mean, I think, yeah, it's it's one of those things, I think, where you start to convince yourself that Elf is probably okay because of the time period, and then you watch some Elf, and then you're like, this sucks. It's not good. <laughs> Tanya, you'll appreciate this. We finished off the show by uh, you sharing a story about polishing jethro tull's flute <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah ton uh, received his aqua lung nickname on the thick as a brick tour oh yeah oh back yeah. in 72 <laughs> <laughs> oh dude in case you were wondering what that song was about yep flute polishing flute polishing that was 10 years ago ton in five count history oh yeah Nice. You want to know something else? Sound like a good one. If you wanted to listen to that show, you could do it at thefivecount.com. Beautiful. It's a place where apparently people go. You can go there to that website and you can check some stuff out. Listen, Ton, we had like three or four people say that they listen and love the website. Wow. And as you know, if one person writes in and says it, that usually means like, 
10,000 people also think yeah, that. Yeah. They just For every that. one person who writes in. Yeah. Safe to say. At least. At least. At least that much. Wow. All right. Well, we better try to do our best to keep it going. Also, your uh, best friend, Tony Tone Tone, said that the website is kind of clunky. <laughs> he loves it, but it's clunky? Or just that it's clunky? Um, I think it's tough to find things on there. Okay. Because there's like 800 episodes. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Go back yeah. and fix every single post? Because I did that twice already. <laughs> Over the yeah. years on that stupid website. Yeah, you yeah. You I, gotta understand that uh we've never been paid for this program. <laughs> We're doing this um from the, the kindness, deepest, joyous parts of our hearts, including the website. <laughs> we pay for that website and we've rebuilt it numerous times and wow, painstaking website stuff. <laughs> But they keep adding all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, Ton and I grew up listening to 8-tracks. <laughs> so now you got like all this SEO, meta tag, whatever the hell. Yeah. Like, I don't know what all that stuff is. <laughs> I certainly know that I don't want to spend another 1,200 hours yeah. going through and fixing it all. Yeah. But it's yeah. up there if you can find the time to care to dig for st- stuff. Bummer. I don't know. Just Google it. Google the five count and then whatever you're looking for and then let Google do the work. Yeah. Try that. Might be on like page seven or something, but it'll show up. (laughs) Just keep looking. (laughs) Oh, man. Wonderful. Ton, got time for another song or six. All right. If you're ready. Yeah, let's do it.
This is Kelly Maroney from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Night of the Comet, and Chopping Mall, and you're listening to The Five Count. Yay! Well, I got fired. Well, the boss said to me, you lazy good for nothing. Trying to get paid for doing less than nothing. I got fired. The boss said to me, you don't do no work. You just hang around, Phil. Acting like a jerk. Well, I got fired. Well, I got fired. Well, the boss said to me, you lazy good for nothing. Trying to get paid for doing less than nothing. I got fired. Whoop, whoop, oh baby, whoop, whoop. I got fired from my job. Whoop, whoop, oh baby, whoop, whoop. I guess I'll go down to the beach and let the girls run their fingers through my long curly hair. 
Working all day, trying to make a hustle. Working all day, said, oh, my aching muscles, I got fire. Well, I got fire. Oh, well, the boss said to me, you lazy, good for nothing. Trying to get paid for doing less than nothing. I got fire. I got fired from my job.
Hi, this is Macy O. Yeah, you know me. James Brown, you call my name all the time. He says, Macy O, blow your horn. And you're listening to the five count. That's one, two, three, four, five. Get down. Always remember, we love you. Macy O. Let me tell him about this little bit. Stop it, and it's funny cause you could never stop it A bunch of rocks on my hand and 
see my charm so heavy that my neck don't like it. it don't. And no, 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 it's not a game, kid. Cause I throw my chain in a crowd like game Diamonds is nothing to me. Especially when I'm dressing up, it's just a button to me. And not to mention my teeth. Cause they color coordinated, complimenting the teeth. Alright, thanks. So check out my swag. Diamonds red, white, and blue like the American flag. And see, I got that nice cream. My money I spend on jewels. I call it my ice cream. The music give you a black eye cause of the beat thing. They think I am a mutant the way your boy is beasting. I stay winning some time. You will call it cheating. Yeah, my boy's always around like it's a meeting. Is that a chain? About 24 inches, it's hollow wallet. Hang. How about the ride and let the diamonds rip off the range? Just buy the chain, you can tell a bitch it do a stain. You know the name. Son, are we back? Yes. I noticed we went into that last musical break in the past. Have we fallen into a wormhole or something? We did, but we're back now. Welcome back to the five count, where our chains hang low. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good times. I feel like this is a good program. Me too. But I also feel like, I don't know if you ever think about this, but... I feel like we truly won't know how good the program was or not until we get 10 years in the future and do a 10-year segment on this program. And then we then you truly know if it was good or not. Ton can only stomach these two-hour programs when they're chopped down into 13-second synopsis. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I used to listen to our program a lot more. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's a direct quote from everyone. <laughs> uh, no, for some reason now I feel like it's weird to listen to ourselves, except if you and I are are listening to it together, like in the car or something. Then I love it, and I it cracks me up. Listening to us <laughs> together is like. Super hilarious. Yeah, you got to go back. It's like watching game footage. Wow. Got to take notes. Yeah. How you can improve. Yeah, man. So you're saying I should be listening to it constantly. Well, at least once a week. Once a week. That's okay. Every single program. I should listen, <laughs> listen yes, to it Yes, Tom, because I painstakingly curate all this music with you in mind. Yeah. And then realize that you never, ever go back and listen to it. Oh, what a bummer. I do miss the the in-studio live business for that reason, because it was so much fun to have the musical breaks, like actually playing the music. and. Well, let me just say this time. Jamming. We had Kenny Loggins on the show tonight. Wow. Gene Simmons singing When You Wish Upon a Star. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. A lot of Hootie and the Blowfish. This is all stuff that you're missing. Crazy. Crazy. Once you leave the room, it's just... it's doesn't exist and if you ask sue 
we play the best music ever. That's what they are. they're saying in Lakeville. Yeah. Well, I trust her. Son, did you know if you went on your favorite podcasting app and subscribed to the five count, you'd mm-hmm. get the stuff just sent to your phone? You wouldn't even have to go looking for it. Holy number two. You'd get our exclusive interview that we just had a few days ago with Sergeant Slaughter. Yikes. What? Yes. The Sarge. We finally did it. Wow. Sergeant Slaughter. That's like 10 years in the making or something. It's like 40 years in the making for me. Wow. Wow. I know. I was so excited. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, it's just one of those things, Ton. You can find it all on the Five Count. It's on YouTube, podcasting apps, thefivecount.com. We're also on Patreon. People love that. I've gotta I've gotta check that one out. You gotta go to Patreon, Ton, because we get bonus episodes, early access to all the shows. If you didn't want to stay up late on a Saturday night in Lakeville and listen to this show. You could just hear it on a Thursday morning at your leisure. At your leisure. You could be sitting in study hall, maybe have your headphones on and be blowing off social studies and listening to ton on a Thursday morning. <laughs> awesome. You'll know all the cool things he says before anybody else. They'll have ridiculous. to wait until Monday morning to talk about it. You'll be like, I heard that last week. Heard it last Jackass. week. Jackass. Literally last week. Wow. Something to think about. Can you imagine the street cred you'd have? Wow. We also have a YouTube show where we play video games and yell at each other. It's called The Five Count (laughs) Co-op. Check it out. It's pretty good. And I guess that's all we got time for tonight. Thanks to Jim Sonfeld for being on the program. Thanks, Sue, for leaving us a voicemail. Thanks, Nikki. It's always a pleasure to hear from you guys. Thanks for buying all your ceramics at Lori Dawn Ceramics. It's good good place for you know ceramics yeah man thanks tony tone for just writing in and thanks john and new Alm. appreciate you pal yeah tony tone you're my hero we got to get him on the show he said he used to fix websites maybe he could fix ours yeah he could fix it up it's hella broken say listen tony if you think it's clunky just you know here's the login blame ton just blame me then fix it we'll be back next week to fix it fix it real good (laughs) see you next time now boys and girls turn the record over